Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom. Hope you free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Projects Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy, as well as we bring you the the whole unfoldment of the various different factions that are competing for control of this world because they want to rule this world in some way, Mm -hmm. shape, or form. I think that's at least what's going on here, and I think that's why that song was absolutely appropriate. And... uh, you know, I, I just feel like overly optimistic today. What about you, Vince? You feel overly optimistic? Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying the days. You know, I, I think that everybody has an idea what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, I really, you know, Jay and I were talking last night. We only mentioned it a little bit. We really need to go over news. So we have some news to cover. We're going we're gonna to cover the news. Don't worry, guys. But... It's just interesting how things begin to unravel in the way they unravel. Uh, McCarthy doesn't have enough votes again. They just adjourned, I believe, in the 11th ballot. Um, This is even after many members have seen the deal, GOP sources have told Olivia Beavers, um, in that they still are not giving in. Right. So today... And let's look at this. This this is just epic. I want to play this piece because it's better to just hear it for yourself than for me to uh, me to uh, say it. So let's just watch this. Gates. Donald John Trump. Trump. And you saw Marjorie Taylor Greene right there, right next to him. Go what? And see, Matt Getz is the one that said this <laughs> months ago. He said, just think about what would happen if Donald J. Trump was Speaker of the House. Now, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon, okay? I'm not going to say this is going to happen. There's a a big potential, a lot of things that have to happen before that happens. But listen to this one. The Honorable Donald J. Trump of the state of Florida has received one. And guess what? That's going to be much, much more tomorrow, I think. But let me kind of go through this. I'm actually writing a blog article about this. And when he posted this today, I was like, oh, God, we got it. Now, this is Donald Trump on True Social. This is what he posted today. Two hours ago, that's a meme with him with his tongue out behind Joe Biden as Speaker of the House. 
at the uh, State of the Union. Dude. Okay. So, how does this make <laughs> any sense? With and then, then we got Bannon, right? Here's here's the solution. Do you want to compromise in a coalition and to get the people paid and get on with the business and set up the committees? How about this? A hundred days to save America. And in that hundred days, Donald J. Trump will be voted tonight or tomorrow to be Speaker of the House. And the Republicans say we're going to do it for a hundred days. And in Boom. Hundred days to save America. That's not a bad idea, Bannon, right? Not at okay. all. Bannon's always got some good ideas. But who else was in on this? General Michael Flynn, I'm with Congressman Matt Getz. We need we require leadership that will fight for the establishment. Real Donald Trump for the next Speaker of the House. Nice. I didn't see Flynn jumping on the bandwagon. That's a good sign. Now, this is what I want to put in the perspective. Okay? Please do. I can't wait to hear. Right after the midterm elections, Kevin McCarthy went to Mar-a-Lago and had lunch with Donald Trump. Okay? Mm -hmm. Donald Trump has came out and endorsed Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. This has been like, what is going on here? This doesn't make sense. Why is Donald Trump going out there and endorsing Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House? It makes absolutely zero sense whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Voted against. Uh, I got to pull something up real quick. I wanted to pull this image up. I got it somewhere. But I wanted to pull it up because it's just easier to do this. Uh, I'm definitely not going to have it there. Actually, I can I can pull it out this way. I'm going to go to my Substack article that I'm working on, and I I, I don't mind awesome. showing people. But I'm going to go there and I'm going to pull up this one image that I have in there. Okay, so this is actually the image right here. Come on, blow up. So that's Trump and McCarthy just a few weeks ago at Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Trump comes out and says, some really good conversations took place last night. It's it's now time for all of our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory, watch crazy Nancy Pelosi fly back home to a very broken California, the only speaker in U.S. history to have lost the House twice. Republicans do not turn a great triumph into a giant embarrassing defeat. It's time to celebrate. You deserve it. Kevin McCarthy will do a good job and maybe even a great job. Just watch. Now, this was yesterday. Listen to what Donald Trump says. Some really good conversations took place last night. Does it sound like Donald Trump was in on those conversations between the Republicans? Yeah, it does. And a day later, Matt Getz stands up and says what? Trump. I nominate Donald J. Trump. Donald John Trump. This isn't over. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So what else? Firstly, McCarthy. We know how much of a slime ball McCarthy is, right? We of all course. understand how much of a slime ball McCarthy is. So uh can I do that? Does that work? Yeah, there it is. Okay, good. This is the twenty members of the Freedom Caucus that have voted against Kevin McCarthy. Andy Biggs, Dan Bishop, Lauren Bobert, Mike McLeod, Andrew Clyde, Matt Getz, Bob Good. Paul Gozar, Andy Harris, Mary Miller, Ralph Norman, Scott Perry, Matt Rosendale, Chip Roy, Byron Donalds, Joff Breachin, Eli Crane, Andy Ogles, Anna Luna, and Keith Shelf. Let me ask you this. What is the one thing, the one major commonality that every single one of them have in common? What? 
Well, first thing is that they're all for America first. They're all for America. They're all yes. pro-America. They all understand that Congress is broken and needs to be fixed. But the one overwhelming thing is they were all endorsed by Donald Trump. Interesting. Okay. They were all endorsed by Donald Trump. Not only that is only two of them are junior congressmen. Everybody else has been there for at least one session. And so they're kind of been with Trump. Okay. Very, very loyal Trumpists right there. Yes. Now, this is how I want everybody to start envisioning this. We saw the other day Jack Posobiec post something and said McCarthy leadership super PAC just cut a deal. This is what we're talking about with the deals behind the scenes to not get yeah. involved in the safe open seat primaries per punchable news for many anti McCarthy votes. This was the top concern. The deal paves the way for more MAGA candidates to win in open seat primaries without facing well-funded establishment candidates. What is he talking about? I don't know. What was the number one reason that Donald Trump said that a lot of the Republicans didn't win the primaries? Um, I don't know. What was it? Because the RNC and McCarthy's super PAC Mm. funded other GOP candidates against them. I recall. Yeah. That's like treason to Donald Trump. That's like stabbing Donald Trump in the back. And then we're to believe that after the midterms, Kevin McCarthy goes to Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump's like, hey, buddy, how are you? Yeah, I will endorse you for Speaker of the House. He just won. What? 130, 140 American first candidate seats in Congress. More than 50% of the the congressional seats. Well, no, not 50% of the congressional seats, but a third of basically Trump loyalists. Donald Trump's playing both sides. He just played the shit out of Kevin McCarthy. Think about this. Was Kevin McCarthy at Donald Trump's New Year's Eve party a few days ago? I don't know. Was he? No. No? Hmm. Was Madison Cawthorn at Donald Trump's party on New Year's Eve? I don't know who went. Yes, he was. Interesting. Now, why is Madison Cawthorn important in this? Madison Cawthorn lost his primary because of Kevin McCarthy. Remember what happened? Madison Cawthorn came out and said, hey, uh, it's kind of odd. People that I've respected in Congress for a very, very long time invited me to an orgy the other night at one of their D.C. houses. Right. The next day, Kevin McCarthy goes, I don't know what Madison Cawthorn's talking about. I think he was drunk or something and telling a lie. And I'm pretty sure you're going to hear him come out and say that it was all a lie. And Madison Cawthorn goes, no, 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 it wasn't. And McCarthy should know. And then we hear rumors that there was a gay orgy. Then we hear rumors that it was Kevin McCarthy's house. Then we hear rumors there's cocaine involved. And Madison Cawthorn gets kicked out of Congress. Madison Cawthorn seems really good with Trump. Does Donald Trump know how to play the game in D.C.? Oh, yes. What is the game in D.C.? It's a dirt game. It's a... Dirt game? Crooked game. It's like... Keep your enemies close or keep your friends close and your enemies closer? Absolutely. So, Kevin McCarthy gets his endorsement. Trump comes out, starts endorsing Kevin McCarthy. What's misdirection? Misdirection? Yeah. It's when you go like this, but your other hand's doing something else. Right. 
So Trump endorses McCarthy. All of a sudden, Trump gets nominated for Speaker of the House, which tomorrow he'll go on the ballot. If Trump gets nominated as Speaker of the House, can the Democrats come out and say, he's been planning this all along? No, he endorsed Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. It seems like a really good sleight of hand. Not only that, is Kevin McCarthy and him had a great conversation about it. Trump came out and was publicly endorsing him. Yeah, I think Trump has that much faith in people's conscience that if he says jump off a bridge, people aren't just going to do it. I think that he's instilled a critical analysis of people. I think that these 20 members were selected by Trump, handpicked yeah, to do this. I, I think Trump is up. running this whole show. You, you Listen, Trump doesn't need to be Speaker of the House. He already controls Congress. He's showing you right now he is in control of Congress. They can't do anything until a Speaker of the House is selected. Now, does Donald Trump have dirt on Kevin McCarthy? <laughs> bet your damn pretty ass he does. Uh, I bet he does. Okay. And that's mm-hmm. probably what he showed McCarthy when McCarthy came out and visited him. And then he probably made a deal with McCarthy, and McCarthy said, okay, you, you know, we'll, we'll support MAGA candidates, American First candidates, and I'll endorse you as pr- uh, for president in 2024. And Trump's like, okay, you got my endorsement, right? Now, do you really think Kevin McCarthy was going to do that? After his no. January 6th speech about how Donald Trump needs to be held accountable and, and Trump oh. administration is responsible for this and it was an insurrection? Making a deal and going through with a deal are two different things. I don't yeah. trust any of these people. To keep their word. So what could we see potentially happening here? My thoughts are Kevin McCarthy is going to get the votes. Not only only that, there's a perception thing here. Maxine Waters was talking to junior congressmen and telling them to vote for Kevin McCarthy. Yes. Um, Kevin McCarthy has apparently been in deals with the Democratic Caucus to acquire the 218 votes to secure the nomination for Speaker of the House. Yeah, last night, right? That's right. Now, why is that that, interesting? I think, I don't know why that's interesting, but I kind of took that as nothing after the first couple votes this morning. Okay. It's interesting because... They didn't increase in any votes. It shows you that there's no line between Republican and Democrat, that they're all friends Mm. in the end. And at the end of the day, it's just the left and the right wing of the same bird. It really is. If you listen to these speakers today with their nominations it's up absolute garbage and they sound these republicans they call mm-hmm. themselves sound just like the leftists it's ridiculous so what's yeah. the plan for donald trump what do you i thoughts? don't know but you said you you said just now uh that you think mccarthy's going to get the vote i do but who has shown mccarthy who's in charge of congress right trump but then why put McCarthy in? Doesn't matter. If he wants the votes to pass bills, he's got to play the game. What's being shown right now is a struggle of power, okay? The Republicans go in there, we got this, we're in power. McCarthy comes out, I'm going to do all these investigations, Biden's laptop, January 6th, all this stuff, right? Which he probably has no intention of actually doing. He comes out there and threatens the 20 people saying, we will throw you off of all your committee positions if you keep doing this. Dan Crenshaw comes out and calls all these people traitors, terrorists. You're seeing the true colors of these people. 
And what they just found out is that they're the major they're, they're the minority. That the rhinos are now the minority in Congress and they have to play Donald Trump's game. That this is Donald Trump's Congress. See, here's the thing. Is there a chance that Donald Trump gets nominated and 218 votes go to him? Oh yeah. There there's a very very big chance, okay? Uh maybe 20 or 30% chance. But does he need to be Speaker of the House? No. He already is in control of Congress. You remember what he kept on saying with all the re-elections? I'm 233 and, and 9, right? How many of them yeah. were House seats? I don't know. Over 50% of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Donald Trump controls at least 33% of Congress. Do you understand what that does? Firstly, the Democrats do not have the votes to pass legislation. If the Republicans joined the Democrats to pass majority legislation, they would ruin their careers. They would ruin everything. They would just show them for frauds that they are. Which means that they need the one-third of Congress that is America first. And that the only way that they're ever going to pass bills is with that American First Congress. So Trump right now is showing the rhinos and the Democrats how much power he has. He's flexing his fucking muscles. And he's going... It makes sense. He's going, fuck with me and find out. <laughs> right? So it really could be... Speaker could be anybody and they could pump the brakes on anything going through. Regardless of that. There you go. So what we're seeing here right now is Donald Trump basically going, I don't know why they're not voting for you, Kevin. I'm endorsing you. <laughs> and it's only 20 members. But we know that it's a lot more than that. So what happens is, is Kevin, his, his team, they all sit down and they go, Donald Trump is doing this. I know, I know, Kevin. What does this mean for the future of the Congress for the next two years? It means that the only way we're ever going to get a bill passed is if we play Donald Trump's game. Because he controls these people. That's the only way it's going to happen. <laughs> Which means that now he has to follow through on what he said he was going to do to Donald Trump. Not only that, I guarantee you, we're going to see investigations into Biden, Biden's laptop, 2020 in, in election. We could potentially see everything that we thought we would see before in 2023, mm-hmm. okay? Because I guarantee you, Donald Trump sat down with him and said, investigate 2020, Biden impeachment, Hunter Biden laptop, not necessarily in that order. And Kevin's like, sure, sure. And then he gets through back channels back to Donald Trump that he's not going to do any of that. And Donald Trump's like, it's okay. I got a plan. Because Donald Trump's playing 5D chess. He understands the big game. He understands the larger picture. And what he's doing right now is he's flexing his muscles like, I got you. You cannot do anything in that Congress unless I tell these people to do it. Now, that's kind of a dictatorship. Don't get me wrong. That's why it's hush hush behind the scenes. But in actuality, that's what the speaker does, is he tells the party line how to vote. And that's what we're seeing, is Donald Trump is establishing his authority as Speaker of the House without actually being Speaker of the House. Now, is he going to be Speaker? Potentially. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to say yes or no. But wouldn't it be interesting? Do you know what tomorrow is? What's the oh. date? It's the 6th. January 6th. Oh, yeah. January 6th. What what does that mark in the sense of anniversary? <laughs> it's the two-year anniversary of the so-called insurrection. 
the day that Congress and Mike Pence voted not to have an investigation into election fraud claims by over 100 members of Congress, it's the same day that the Supreme Court will hear, hear a preliminary hearing or a preliminary review of the Brunson case to see if they're actually going to hear it this year. Okay? And it's also the vote for Speaker of the House with Donald J. Trump now on the ballot. Yeah, tomorrow could be... Tomorrow's going to be very interesting. I can't wait, man. So they're convening at noon Eastern time again. What if... And I'm, I'm hypothecating here. What mm-hmm. if tomorrow that number of Donald J. Trump votes goes up to, let's say, 20? And then it goes from 20 to 60. 60 to 100. <laughs> they just keep pushing it. 100 um. to 180. And McCarthy goes lower and lower and lower and lower. And then 218. Can't cheat Man. this election. <laughs> Can't cheat this election. And didn't Donald Trump say that the last time he spoke on this? Did he say that? He said you're not gonna, uh, that, that they're not going to be able to cheat the next election. When I'm inaugurated... I'm telling you, hmm. he had zero, zero thoughts that he was going to lose because he already knew what was going to happen. Now, if Donald Trump comes in as Speaker of the House, okay, I could see him opening a special investigation, having Jim, Jim Jordan, uh, Senate Judiciary Committee go out there and say, Jim, here's everything that they have on, on, on. November 3rd, please investigate. I recuse myself from all parts of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter Biden's laptop. But see, here's the thing is, I, I think that Donald Trump does not want to be there. The reason is, is because there you get this conflict of interest, pro, quid pro quo type of thing, right? So I don't think that he, he so if we've seen kind of how, he, I'm endorsing Kevin McCarthy, what are you talking about? But what if they like came out and said General Mike Flynn? Yeah. What, what if they came out and said John Durham? They can endorse anybody mm-hmm. for Speaker of the House. Yeah, there's other people that could be there for Trump. Nope. doesn't necessarily have to be him. I could see why he may not want to do that. I, don't, I think he would do it, but maybe not. It depends, I guess. So Shasta yeah. said Senate is Democrat, though. Actually, it's 5145, and you have, uh, what's his name, who's actually, you have, a few independents, and then you have a few Democrats that always vote Republican because of their districts. You're not going to have a supermajority in, in the Senate. You're never going to get a supermajority. But let's, let's assume that you bring in Hunter Biden laptop investigation. This makes national news. It has to be pushed out there. We got Twitter controlled now, so this is going to be pushed out on there in Twitter. We've already seen the Twitter files on what happened around it. Okay, the Hunter Biden laptop investigation comes out, reveals quid pro quo, money laundering, deals with the Chinese, pedophilia, all this stuff. The the media cannot ignore this. Okay, the outrage of the people rising up during this time. And now it goes to the Senate and the Senate says, no, we're not going to impeach Joe Biden over this. What happens to the Senate? They're gone, too. They're gone, too. People are going to say, you need to impeach this, dude. 
I'm telling you right now. I was listening to um, Glenn Beck earlier. And Glenn Beck was talking about, um, it's like I was walking down the streets in New York City. And typically when I walk down the streets in New York City, I get, uh, um, you know, fuck you or go die or and something like that. And he goes, but New York City's changed. Something's different. He goes, I was walking down the street in New York City and someone came up to me and said, keep doing what you're doing. I'm a Democrat and I, I never listened to you and I always thought you were crazy, but now I see it. Now I understand it. People are waking up in troves. You can't save the ones that are, are far gone, right? The ones that are under the manipulation of psychological warfare, you, you can't save them. It's no coming back for this, okay? And I'm sorry to say that. But there's people out there and they get it. They see it. They understand it. They feel it. And they are waking up more than you could ever imagine. And once this... So do you, do you remember... October, November, 2020, when I was talking about this, I said, what's going to happen is Donald Trump's going to create a social media platform and it's going to happen before the midterms. And then we're going to see a barrage of information begin to dump and it's going to be a drip, drip, drip flood. Okay. What I didn't anticipate was that Donald Trump creates a social media platform and Elon Musk goes and buys Twitter and that the dump begins to happen on Twitter with Elon Musk and they begin dumping the info and putting it out there. It's already happening. Yes. So we're in drip, drip, drip right now. The Fauci <laughs> files are the ones coming out next. Yes, they are. This week I thought, what the heck? I'm waiting. I think they're, I think it's all timed, buddy. I think mm -hmm. it's all being strategically timed. So the Fauci files mm -hmm. come out next, right? But so we have Twitter drip, drip, drip. So what happens with the flood? While well, we're coming up on some very, very important times and frames. J Joe Biden, this guy can't even freaking make sense with two sentences. Have you heard this guy lately? Mm, yeah, it's bad. So I, I made some bad. predictions of people who will die in, in 2023. Uh, Joe Biden, I think, will die of natural causes. Vladimir Putin will probably die. And I believe Rob Reiner will probably die. Mm. Just because I don't like him. Doesn't, and he's vaccinated. <laughs> but what we are seeing right now is absolutely unprecedented the only other time it happened in history i believe was 1864 mm. in congress and that only went for like three ballots this is up to no. ten, 10 or 11 ballots yeah this is up to 10 or 11 ballots tomorrow they convene 11. donald trump's name will probably be up there yeah but imagine the last time Imagine if all those American first candidates just got their orders. Vote Trump. I think something like that's going on. Maybe that exactly. But the last time no speaker was elected was 1923. And then 23 or 1863. Well, 1923 was the first the last time speaker wasn't elected. Mm. And the time before that was 1856. 1856. Thank you. It took 133 ballots to elect a speaker. Wow. So they were not in session for months or they weren't you right. know and all the new people cannot be inaugurated until the speaker is chosen so congress yeah. cannot be in session literal session until the speaker is chosen and they're not getting paid either nope <laughs> so i wonder how long they'll drag this out dude people are like are we gonna break the record i don't th i think it's i think it's gonna be over in a few days okay now the reason i think it's gonna be over <laughs> in a few days is because i think that there's a plan of attack here 
they have no chance. So they're just going to end it. (laughs) I think that 2023 is going to be the great unveiling. That this is where the truth is finally learned. The year of the rabbit. The year of the rabbit hole. What did Elon Musk say (laughs) right before the New Year's? I don't know. What I don't remember. Remember, go down the rabbit hole. Follow the white mm. rabbit. Mm-hmm. What's the white rabbit? Twenty twenty three. Follow the year. Pay attention this year. This is when the truth begins to come out. This is when we go drip, 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 flood. We got true social. We got we got Twitter. They can't hide it. If the Republicans are going to come, you, you know, one of the main reasons right now. That people are so informed of what's actually happening in the world. Why Democrats are coming up there going, hey, do you think that that, that football guy's injury was due to the vaccine? Do you want to know why that's happening? Because we control the media. Drip. Drip. Because it's drip, drip, flood. Because because mainstream media has lost control, as we said last night. Hmm. And so it's almost at that critical threshold. And so... Is there a potential for Donald Trump? Dude, I think tomorrow would be absolutely epic. If we come out and Donald Trump gets 218 votes, but Kevin McCarthy would have to vote for him. A lot of of the members of Congress would have to vote for him. Um, It's a possibility, man. It's a big possibility. I'm excited, dude. Why am I so excited for politics, man? It's weird. I never thought I would be. But, man. Imagine if Donald Trump came out and said, you know what? I accept. (laughs) And shows up tomorrow? I don't think so. I wonder if he's said anything on truth. I'm going to check it. Well, he posted that picture. Yeah, he did. That was hilarious. Did you happen to see what he said this morning with no. that video? No, what did he say? Declaring, he declared war on the cartels. Mm. Trump did? Yeah. I can look right now. He put out a video. It's about two, three, four minutes long. Uh, Trump vows to deploy U.S. special forces, military assets to inflict massive damage on cartels. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Says that he will show no mercy on the cartels. Wow. Hold on. I think. Yeah, dude. So that kind of blew my mind. And there's a story that ties directly to it today, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll. 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 uh... Chapo, El Chapo, son? El Chapo's son. Yes. So the same day that Trump says that El Chapo's son gets arrested. I saw one report that he even died, but I didn't confirm that. He at least arrested. But then you saw the cartel members on the plane open fire on the plane. Yeah. Let's listen to the Trump real quick. Fentanyl, heroin, meth, and other lethal drugs are pouring across our wide open border stealing hundreds of thousands of beautiful American lives. And it's happening like never before in our history. Children are being left without parents. Families are being ripped apart. Communities are being decimated. Our neighbors and fellow citizens are having their entire worlds destroyed. Destroyed like nobody thought possible. Our country is being poisoned from within by the drugs and by all of the other crime that's taking place. The drug cartels are waging war in America, and it's now time for America to wage war on the cartels. In this war, Joe Biden has sided against the United States and with the cartels. They are making more money than they've ever made before, times 10. There's never been anything like it. They're major, major companies. They're bigger than 
even some of our biggest companies. Biden's open border policies are a deadly betrayal of our nation. When I am president, it will be the policy of the United States to take down the cartels, just as we took down ISIS and the ISIS caliphate, and just as, unlike the situation we're in today, we had a very, very strong border, the strongest border, in fact, in the history of our country. And drugs were at a low of 45 years. There's been nothing like what we did just two years ago. We will show no mercy on the cartels. Every day, drug traffickers are using the waters of our region to ship their lethal poisons to America, killing so many of our people and ruining families. In addition to restoring strong border security, I will deploy all necessary military assets, including the U.S. Navy, to impose the full naval embargo on the cartels. I did that before, and it worked. What we did was incredible. We will guarantee that the waters of the Western Hemisphere are not used to traffic illicit drugs to our country. Furthermore, I will order the Department of Defense to make appropriate use of special forces, cyber warfare, and other overt and covert actions to inflict maximum damage on cartel leadership, infrastructure, and operations. I will designate the major cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. We will sever their access to global financial systems. I will also work to forge an unprecedented partnership with neighboring governments in our region, just like I did in Mexico. And remember, in Mexico alone, an estimated 100,000 civilians have been tragically murdered or gone missing at the hands of these cartels. The Mexican government, run by a very fine man, the President, is really working hard, but it's not working out. These cartels are vicious, and they're violent, and they have Mexico for now stymied. Well, we have to help Mexico, and we have to stymie the cartels. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. Finally, as I have said before, I will ask Congress to pass legislation ensuring that drug smugglers and human traffickers receive the death penalty. The drug cartels and their allies in the Biden administration have the blood of countless millions on their hands. Millions and millions of families and people are being destroyed. When I'm back in the White House, the drug kingpins and vicious traffickers will never sleep soundly again. We did it once, and we did it better than anybody else. There's never been a better border than we had just two years ago. It was strong, it was powerful, and it was respected all over the world. And now we're laughed at all over the world. And we're not going to let that happen much longer. We have to take over. We have to be tough. We have to be smart. We have to be fair. But if we don't do something immediately, our country is gone. All right. You know, it sounded like Donald Trump's still president. I don't know. Yeah, it does. And did you hear who he said was in charge of the cartel? No. He said the president. Oh, so the president of Mexican that's in Mexico that's in charge of the cartel? The president, whoever the president is. Where was that about? It was about halfway through. 
Or I will order I the Department the of Defense to make. See if you can find it. An operations. Okay. I will. I don't think it was a slip up, but yeah. That was, and you know what? Rightfully so. It's exactly what he needs to do. That's what he was doing yeah. in 2020 or 2016, 2017, 2018. Yeah, but what a coincidence, huh? Well, I think it's crazy, but you know what? Is if he deems the cartels, terrorist organizations, and U.S. Mm-hmm. special forces go into Mexico, whoa. You know, the president will be like, president of Mexico will be like, okay, do it. Man, that would be the the shortest war in the world. I know they they don't face a chance. Nope, they don't stand a chance. It, it'd be over and pretty fast. So, really interesting time. A lot of things happening, but but don't but but wait, there's more. So, to put everything in perspective, Patriots are fighting back. Trump is basically establishing his dominance over Congress. Potential that Donald Trump becomes Speaker of the House. Tomorrow is a special date. Obviously, two-year anniversary of January 6th. We have the Brunson um, review being had by SCOTUS. Potentially, it's one of the 80 that, or one of the 10 that are reviewed out of the 80. Um, we'll see. I have a feeling that, I know I've been kind of back and forth with this, that SCOTUS probably will pick that case. It'll be great. It'll be epic. Right? That'd be vindication beyond anything. Um, will Donald Trump be Speaker of the House? I don't know, but it would be absolutely historical, epical, epic, and biblical if that happened tomorrow. Um, I'm hoping it for be. it. That'd be great. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not gonna hold wait. my breath for it. But I'm hoping for it. Right? I'm. Oh man. I. I Whatever. I'm just excited in general. Um, We'll see. But at the three minute, just after the three minute mark in that video that Trump posted on truth Mm -hmm. is when he says the president. Okay. This is all scripted. He did not say that on accident. Okay. Let me see this. Of these cartels, the Mexican government run by a very fine man. The president is really working hard, but it's not working out. Well, he says the Mexican government run by the president. Oh yeah. My bad. Okay. I just realized that. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. You thought he said Mexican cartels run by the president. I gotcha. I thought he was implying that. Yeah. My bad. I made that. I, the first time I heard it too, I was like, wait, what? Sorry, guys. That totally got me. No, it's all good, dude. But um, they probably are ran by the president or making deals. Let's be real. Now, mm. I I had something. It's It's got to be over here. Uh, where are you? Where are you? He does sound very presidential, though. He does. Who so, says that when they're not president? It's not normal. Well, he hasn't stopped being presidential. That's the good thing. That's the beautiful thing. So here you go. Catastrophic contagion. Do we remember this? John Hopkins University, the WHO, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation conducted catastrophic contagion, a pandemic tabletop exercise, and the grand challenges of an annual meeting in Brussels, Belgium, October 23rd, 2022. The extraordinary group of uh, participants consisted of 10 current and former health ministers and senior public health officials from Senegal, Rwanda, Nigeria, Angolia, Liberia, Singapore, India, Germany, as well as Bill Gates, co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The exercise simulated a series of WHO emergency health advisory board meetings addressing a fictional pandemic set in the near future participants grappled with how to respond to an epidemic located in one part of the world that then spread rapidly 
contagion rapidly becoming a pandemic with a higher fatality rate than COVID-19 and disproportionately affecting children and young people. So China went weeks suppressing their people, keeping them quarantined, months in quarantine. And we hadn't had one COVID case come out of China. All of a sudden, they start reducing these restrictions. So what I want you to understand, and I want you to see this big picture. I'm going to see if you can catch it, Vince. China had their people quarantined and restricted. We weren't having COVID cases. Then China lifts the travel ban and allows people to start flooding out into the world. Immediately when they do that, they're getting 5,000 cases a day. So we went from almost zero to 5,000 cases a day. What happened? What were the th- six months of they quarantine all about? Well, no, hold on. What was the six months of quarantine all about? Keeping the virus, keeping people safe. Incubation. Mm. It was an incubation period to get enough people infected. Then you okay. open the floodgates. 50% of all the travelers leaving China going to various different countries are carrying a new strand of COVID. And what's the WHO release today? New XBB.1.5 COVID variant, most transmissible yet detected, senior WHO official warns. Detected yeah. in 25 countries so far. Yeah, that's interesting, though. The the WHO also came out and said they weren't happy with China's data on how many infections there are and that there's actually far more. I wonder if that is honest or if it's um, a a trick. Now, envision a bigger picture here, okay? Mm -hmm. COVID-19, we know, has been very, very weak in the sense of killing people. It's the treatment that people are getting, the intubation, remdesivir, um, yeah. that is really harming people, especially people who are immunosuppressed. Or jabbed. Or jabbed. But when you have an overabundance of spike protein in your system, obviously this is producing various different long-term effects. But when you get jabbed, when you get the bioweapon, then it becomes really bad because it systematically destroys your immune system over time. Mm-hmm. And we're in about two years. We're coming up to that two-year cusp, right? And I talked about this yesterday, is that... It wasn't 18 to 24 months before everybody starts dying. It was 18 to 24 months before we start seeing the effect of the immunosuppression. And Gert Vandenbosch also said that we're going to see variants come about because of the immunosuppression. I remember. Yeah. So we have this new variant, incredibly transmissible, but it's just a common COVID strain. It's It's like a common cold. But what happened with RSV this year? Went off the charts. Went off the charts. Why did it go off the charts? Because it was nothing but the common cold that people basically made them way more sicker because their immune systems were suppressed. And now we're in the midst of winter. We have XBB 1.5. You have people who are immunosuppressed. What's going to happen when people start getting sick again? Hospitals get full. People pass away. Another... Just more of the same sad story, unfortunately. So, well, you just said hospitals. CDC, new highly highly infectious COVID variant spreading much faster in New York, New Jersey than the rest of the U.S. 
Hospitals are overflowing with patients from this new variant. Chinese regime intends to have as many people in China infected as possible, according to sources. The plan is to let those who are destined to be infected get infected, according to the official who viewed the internal documents. The official told the Chinese language Epoch Times that the internal document had been circulating within the top echelons of the CCP, requesting that all regions should let those who are destined to be infected get infected and let the, this wave of infection reach and pass its peak before the CCP's two sessions in 2023, which are held in March. This indicates that the CC plan, CCP's plan is to have the entire population reach herd immunity on a full scale in two months so that people will go back to work and production will resume at normal. Normal levels. So six months of incubation, get all their people sick with the new bioweapon they knew was going to be released in the public. They'll be over with it by March, just like when COVID out broke out, they were done with it by June. And then they start skyrocketing. Who's the troll and the minion on Facebook? Oh, I don't know. Man, point them out to me. I'll, I'll, I'll grab them. Um, if you guys can't be nice and, and stop trolling, we'll get rid of you. Um, okay. So what else is happening here? People have a compromised immune system. This thing starts spreading. What's going to happen? People are going to start dying. What you just saw the other night, Damar uh, Hamlin, is yeah. is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, man. I it, believe it, that. We're about to see it all over the place. By the way, I'm going to look up, see his status real quick. <clears throat> I'm not scared of this thing, dude. But if you're immunocompromised, I mean, be safe. Try to stay healthy. Yep. All right. One second. So what do you think about uh, Damar Harris, uh, Damar Hamill? What, what's your thoughts on this? Oh, I think that he has a compromised circulatory system and heart because of the jab. Mm-hmm. And I think the hit he took um, did something, maybe, you know, did something to his cardiovascular system and stopped his heart. And I'm checking right now to see the update on him. Yeah, they came out. Well, he said he's think? conscious. He's conscious and he's alive, thank God. Yeah, that's um, great news. I'm actually I had very I really thought he was not gonna make it, but I mean it's not over, but that's good. What are your thoughts on it? Uh my thoughts are that uh, he's gonna realize the truth that he's gonna be gag ordered not to say anything and he's gonna come out anyway. Oh, I was thinking that could happen too. Imagine, dude. This is just another drip. This is just another drip, mm-hmm. but a big one. This this drop hit people square in the face. But also, think about this dynamic. Okay, is that Trump is basically controlling Congress from the backstop with American First candidates? He's establishing his authority, right? At the same time, we're about to have another pandemic. But we have an American first Congress who's going to go out there and pass a law that says what? You cannot, not restrict people's freedoms, rights, and liberties. That would be great. 
It's a lot different story. It's a different story than it was four years ago. So we're going to see these people that have broken immune systems. I'm sorry to say, probably have some problems. I hope not all of them. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just watching the chat here. So Medvedev, Medvedev this is the form, uh, former president of Russia and the chief security council member to Vladimir Putin, <clears throat> threatens the U.S. with hypersonic cruise missiles, likens the U.S. to the Nazis. Dude. So he came out today. The main gift of the new year was the arsenal of the Zircon missiles that went yesterday to the shores of NATO countries. And then he came out with this quote, um, here we are now, Stoltenberg said. Weapons were, in fact, the way to peace. Indeed, the past was erased. The erasure was forgotten. The lie became truth. George Orwell, 1984. And that was posted by Medvedev. This guy's like total warmonger crazy. You don't, this is not something you want to hear from him. Well, I don't, I don't really, no. So the, the 1984 quote, though, right? Uh huh. Is. His rebuttal to them saying that he's prompting nuclear war. He's he simply just, they move missiles, hypersonic missiles, because they know what Ukraine's going to do next. They know what they're going to do to Ukraine, and they know what Ukraine and NATO are going to try to do to them. The United States yeah. military came out and said they're doing strategic strikes in Russia right now. That's an act of war, okay? Mm -hmm. So he says, here we are now, Stoltenberg said. Weapons were, in fact, the way to peace. Indeed, the past was erased. The erasure was forgotten. The lie became the truth. And what he's saying there is that, in my opinion, is that the weapons utilized to end the last war erase the truth of what the war was. And that's what he's saying here, is that they're going to use weapons against us to erase the truth of what this war is about. I, I do believe that's correct. And they're planning... More attacks deeper into Russia. Mm -hmm. But I think at some point, Russia could defend themselves. That's why I'm saying you don't want to mess with this guy. They're no yeah. joke. So I, I see everybody calling this guy a troll, but I haven't really seen anything trolly. So I'm just... Who? Oh, the, the guys on Facebook. So uh, I haven't seen anything. I, I I know the one dude from before. We have suspended him before, but I haven't seen anything trolly. If, if they, I'm watching the chat, so if I see anything, I'll definitely... Throw it out there. Uh, Putin terminally ill with cancer and his death is coming very fast as Ukraine's spy chief. Again? Here we Didn't go he again. just die from cancer last month and the month before that and the month before that? After he fell down the stairs and peed himself? This is the spy chief. Propaganda. Yep, propaganda. That's what we're talking about. He's got a knife on his desk. I need my knife. <laughs> Looking for Nazi symbolism here. <laughs> Where's your Nazi symbolism, dude? Oh, he doesn't have any. Oh, look, he doesn't have a, a, a globe of a flat earth. He's got a, a globe earth. <laughs> I mean, you, you know what? If you think some of these globalists were like, knew the truth, they would have like the flat earth sitting. And, you know, people go out there and buy the flat earth globe where they can just spin it and it's flat. <laughs> um, I think that this is potentially true, but mm. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to po poison Putin to kill him course they're always trying to kill putin mm -hmm. all right so 
This is interesting. Did you remember hearing all the rumors that uh, Prince Harry was not the uh, the son of Prince Char- or King Charles? Okay. And, and the, the 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 obviously the claw, they all tried to shut it down. Mm-hmm. The the royal family tried to shut. Ah, that's not true. That's not true. It's all weird stuff like that in that creepy family, though, isn't it? Yeah, but but this is also one of the reasons why apparently the family had Diana killed. Hmm. It's because she cheated on Charles and had a son that is now a prince in line to be the, the heir to the throne. Well, listen what uh, William or what Harry says. King Charles made sadistic jokes about Prince Harry's real dad, according to his memoir. King Charles made sadistic jives about Prince Harry's real father, the prince reveals in the new memoir. Harry, 38, grew up amid public speculation that his true father was Princess Diana's former lover, Major James Hewitt. The prince writes in his new book, Spare, on Tuesday how Charles seemingly enjoyed making hurtful comments about his uh, parentage. In one segment seen by page six, Harry writes... Pod liked telling stories, and this was one of the best in his repertoire. He'd always end with a burst of philosophizing. Who knows if I'm really the Prince of Wales? Who knows if I'm even your real father? And he would laugh and laugh, though it was a remarkably unfunny joke, given the rumor circulating that, that my father was actually one of Mommy's former lovers, Major James Hewitt. One cause for this rumor is Major J- uh, James Hewitt's flaming ginger hair, but another cause was sadism. One of mommy's former lovers. Yep. Oh my gosh. I can't. This A lot of people. And he looks them. nothing like him. <laughs> well, they're all. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with this family tree and who they court with and all this stuff. And they're mm-hmm. all freaks. Um, a lot of people love it. I, I, I can't get into it. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. He, I mean, they look nothing alike. <laughs> nothing alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it's kind of funny though that he would make fun of him like talk about his real dad like that yeah <laughs> it's pretty funny it's messed up but funny now let's look at a picture of Major James Hewitt how about that okay why let's see who looks uh, more like Harry okay oh. pretty go Okay, there's Harry and Charles, and there's Major James Hewitt. Um, I, I think that there's some resemblance there. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Huh? Maybe. Now we know why they went after him. After her. So this is an interesting story. Massachusetts State Police released a statement following the sudden deaths of three officers within four days on uh, the last days of December 2020. Three active duty law enforcement officers, John uh, John Santos um, of the Plymouth County Sheriff's Department, Officer Sean Basarick, 48, of Brockton Police Department, and Officer Christopher Davis, 42, of Staunton Police Department, died suddenly last week. Um, three active duty law enforcement officers, all from the South Shore communities, passed away suddenly within the last seven days. One of whom, 25-year-old officer James Santos, uh, would have been a member of the Massachusetts State Police 88th Recruit Training Troop, uh, would have undoubtedly served a long and distinguished career with the department. And so they died uh, on the 28th, the 29th, and the 31st. And it looks like they were all um, heart-related incidences from what we can see. Add them to the list. Yep. Now, 
sadly they're a statistic. Hmm. So peace. So sad. There's a few weapons that the globalists use against people who are positioning for power. And Mm. this is the economy. This is supply chain. This is obviously information warfare that we've been talking about, psychological warfare. But primarily the economy these days. Bed Bath Beyond to file for bankruptcy within weeks, according to reports. And they're going to be doing massive layoffs. Cisco layoffs begin with hundreds of jobs cut in California and more. Amazon to cut more than 18,000 jobs, according to the CEO. This was in reference to the 12,000 jobs they already cut during the summer. Um, U.S. Turkey hit um, hit is financing a uh, IS financing worker uh, network. This is the Islamic State uh, terrorist group financial network. Uh, they slapped sanctions on the Syrian Abd Al Hamid Salim Abraham Ismail Brook and Al Katuni. What the fucking name? You see that dude's name? <laughs> yes. So the United States and Turkey have taken joint action to block the finance network for the Islamic State group and U.S. Treasury announced Thursday. The Treasury slammed sanctions on a Syrian, Abd al-Hamid Salib Abrahim Ismail Bruken al-Kutani. Nailed it. I mean, what does this dude have like? <laughs> like, me and my ten dads. Yeah, it's almost like a Mexican name. Yeah. I don't know. Salim sounds so good. <laughs> Abraham sounds so good too. I like Ishmael. What about you? I like Abhel Hamid. Well, what about you? I like Bukan. Well, shit. Let's just throw them all in there. <laughs> I just want to interview him and be like, "Hey, uh, Al Hamid, can I call you Hamid? Can you give me the history about your name, please?" Imagine <laughs> when his mom would call. Him. Imagine if he had like six brothers who had all like similar names, like. Abel Hamid Salim Abraham Ismail Bukin Al Katuni. Shit, you, ready. you just get over here. <laughs> Dinner's ready. Ridiculous, but this is yeah, lots of money, money yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, they helped arrange is... uh, thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars in transfers to jihadist groups, and the U.S. Treasury has put sanctions on them. Which is is interesting because, well, it's telling you that you know Joe Biden was also bombing ISIS mm-hmm. quite a few uh, weeks ago as well, which is kind of interesting. Ah, Chinese spy stole. Oh, this this is just interesting. You want some validation oh, yeah. in my Q theory? Yeah, dude, I know, I know. Chinese spies stole bomb secrets on every U.S. warhead to build nuke forces. I wonder how they got that information, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> According to analysis of Chinese technical records and internal U.S. Doc, uh, government documents, Beijing's rapid development of nuclear capabilities has been aided by American nuclear and missile technology acquired by Chinese spies and by U.S. space and nuclear collaboration in the 1990s. Well, that's Bill Clinton right there. China's stockpile will contain at least 1,500 strategic nuclear weapons by 2035, up from 400 warheads at present 200 just a few years ago, according to the information released by the Pentagon last month. Um, yeah. And if you we, really want your mind blown, yeah, go they're ahead. not stopping. Look up, look at that Hillary, the Hillary article that broke today. Uh, Columbia University. Mm-hmm. What about it? I don't have it pulled up. I don't think. Um, I have it right here. Hillary Clinton is to join Columbia University as global affairs professor. 
Oh, <laughs> I got what you're saying. Ah, that's right. Dude. Recording stopped. Well, the universities, right? It was all through the yes. universities. Now she's going over to the Columbia University. I was just like, are you serious? Oh, my gosh. So Come on. This isn't just out of the goodness of her heart and trying to just do her part in the community, okay? So Seven no. says, Seven Son says, they didn't steal them. Israel gave them to them. Um, I disagree. I think that Hillary Clinton gave them to him in her emails, and we've actually shown this various different times, kind of how this happened. Um, but that's just my opinion. LED donated five ice cream. Thank you so much, LED. We have the battle of the streams going on. This is between oh, Rumble, Pilled, and D-Live. Patriot of Pisces donated six ice cream. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces. Shannon donated four ice cream. Thank you so much, Shannon. And Chito, Kathy, gifted a phone. You have right, Josh. Uh, you are, you have, yeah, you are right, Josh. God bless Buffalo. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And uh, appreciate everybody for all the donations out there. Uh, I don't care about that one. I wonder if Hillary Clinton's going to be in charge of any special access program information with her new position. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Hillary, do you want to run our special governments program? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> so more U-Haul trucks left, trucks left California than any other state in 2022. Texas was the top destination. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Yep. Moving on finding a out. Yeah. You know what? And I have something to say on this. David Whitehead said something yesterday, and that's he was saying, you know, stop moving out. And I'm paraphrasing. Stop moving out of Canada. Stay here and fix what we've got, you know, otherwise we'll have nothing. And I feel that way about the states, too. All these people are fleeing their commie pinko states and going to Texas or going here, Florida, wherever. What about the pinko states like my state, Washington state? Are you guys going to go fix Texas, go f go fix Florida, and then just leave me hanging here sitting with all the pinkos? Or are we going to save the whole thing and Canada? I don't know. You, you chose to stay there. I might have to go, though, if they try. But you're to also in that state, so why don't you fix it? I'm working on it. All right. There Heck, yeah. Go. That's my thoughts, because we can't all just leave the shitty states, really, and then just let them have them. No. Save it all. Let's listen to what Brett Weinstein on Joe Rogan had to say about the vaccine. Do you think the vaccines have saved lives? Um, we actually know more about this than you would think. First of all, I should point out that this number, which everyone, including Anthony Fauci, has been repeating uh, in the most recent version of it was three million American lives have been saved by right. the vaccines, is utter nonsense. Um, it is based on... A model so that should initially that should cause you uh, a good deal of alarm in and of itself it's very easy to create a model that will tell you anything you want to hear and in this case they've got a model and they fed it garbage including um, they fed it <clears throat> completely unrealistic numbers with respect to how many people uh, would have died if we had done nothing right so for example they gave it a number of daily deaths that's higher than any day that we ever saw with respect to COVID. They didn't calculate uh, any rate of death from vaccine adverse events. And they projected, basically what they did is they took a model and they fed it an absurd estimate of how good the vaccines were. And then they asked the model how many people were saved. And it's nonsense. Now, what we know from the work of Christine Stable Ben, her work says that the mRNA vaccinations have cost more lives than they have saved. 
And for the DNA vaccines, it is slightly the reverse. There is a slight benefit in terms of all-cause mortality, but it does not appear to come through resistance to COVID. It appears to come through some sort of general resistance that we don't understand. Do you think... Interesting, some general resistance we don't understand. As in your body going, what the fuck's going on here? i got to protect against everything. That's yeah. what it sounds like to me. How great is it, though, that they're finally talking about this on Joe Rogan's podcast openly? Oh, yeah. Long enough. I, I, it's just disgraceful how long it took, but I guess at least they're there now. Yeah, um, 2023 is going to be epic, man. I'm telling you. Listen to Joe Biden today. I'm not being facetious. Well, President Harris led this effort. Led this effort to make things better. What do you say? President Harris led this effort. Well, President Harris led this effort. Well, President Harris led this effort. Dude still thinks he's vice president. Yeah. I, I don't think Joe's got too much time left in him. No. Harris, do you think mm-hmm. Harris will be president this year for a little bit? <laughs> or what? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's a hard one. Hmm. We did it, Joe. Uh, this was actually I, I wanted the po- I wanted to show this one on my Twitter feed because I found this quite in- is a comment I think I'm gonna have to go back and ooh are we actually we're back oh, oh no never mind I thought we were back on uh, Twitter but we're not hold on I want I want to check this out real quick Twitter replies I've got to get through all the flat Earth stuff <laughs> there it is so I actually Hassan uh, Sajwani like he. I think he still follows me. He used to follow me. I follow him. Um, good dude. Who's that? Uh, Hassan Sajwani. He's got good content. Um, big following. He used to follow me as uh, Ethical Haxer, but good dude. He posts really good stuff. He says, um, he is so scared that an unwarmed woman that he's got his finger almost on the trigger of his AR-15 rifle and secondhand probably on the sidearm. Okay. Um, What's going on? So there's this picture, right? Yeah, yeah, I see. And I said, uh, that's not an AR-15. That's an MFAR with an attached M203. <laughs> Don't forget Biden armed the shit out of that region two years ago by being an incompetent piece of shit and giving them U.S. Am- munitions, weapons, and everything. And now we're seeing this actually be spread out on the streets within various different Islamic countries. Fascinating. Yeah, that's an American rifle right there. Got to wonder how he got it. This is kind of cool. I saw this. Uh, CWC Labs and Mike Adams will help analyze comet impact evidence tied to his fall of civilization 2,800 years ago. An interview with Dr. Malcolm LeCompte uh, from the Comet Research Group. This is going to be interesting. I'm really going to follow this story uh, and, and see what we can see from it. So, you know, if they do find you know, cosmic particles or, or various different types of debris and radiation within the, uh, the evidence that they have of this comic impact, this could be mm-hmm. massive. Cause think about it. What if it was the moon? What if it's moon dust? Yeah. Then I'm right. They could have, yeah, they could have a breakthrough here. It'll be interesting. Yep. So this is interesting. So uh, judge Sonia Sotomayor says she was shell shocked after Roe versus Wade overturned. Now, the reason I'm actually talking about this one is because, 
Justice Roberts has said that they know who the whistleblower was that leaked the Road vs. Wade verdict before it came out, but to protect the Supreme Court, they have not released that name, and they won't. You want to know who I think it was? Who? Sotomayor. Mm. She's one of the most radical after Ginsburg left. I don't know much about her. Is she super racist and creepy? As I don't know if racist, but definitely, oh. definitely commie socialist. Mm-hmm. The World Economic Anti-racist. Fo- yeah, anti-racist. Uh, the World Economic Forum is pushing to eliminate car ownership, says people can walk and share and be happy about it. <sighs> we, we've talked about this. We've covered this again, but Klaus is out there again going, people can walk and share. Don't worry about car ownership. Yeah, and there's a lot of companies actually planning yeah. planning the manufacturing of these aircraft and other vehicles, obviously, like cars, for transportation within cities. Mm-hmm. Basically drones that take people around. And, and, and we'll you know what? Seeing. Great. If we have an alternative methodology of the transportation, great. Right? Right? I, I'm okay with that. You know, if I don't... If, if I have... My uh, my AirPod, which I go jump into, and it takes me to the grocery store, and I can fill it up with groceries and bring it home. Cool. It's not yours. Oh no no, I'm talking about Share. mine. Like literally. Share mine. the pod. Share with the, the pods with the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Eat the <thy> bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not sharing my pod. My my neighbor can walk. <laughs> no, I'm joking. My neighbor can have a ride. Absolutely, I'll give my neighbor a ride, but I will own it. Or, or you know what, you know, this is the beautiful thing is like, there's a lot of people out there talking about free energy and free energy devices and how these will be coming out on the mainstream soon. And they're just going to release this stuff directly to uh, uh, open open patents. And if that happens, dude, great, because I'll go out there and start building shit. Why not? I'm opening, I'm, I'm building a garage. Fuck yeah. Shop. That's why I kind of want a bigger property so I can go get a garage and do projects and stuff. Dude. With a little time that Red I have. pill. Red pill manufacturing or what's the thing of a name? Red pill. Yeah. Red Dawn Red, manufacturing. Red pill engineering. Something like that. We could, we could design some stuff. If anybody wants to donate about $500,000, purchase manufacturing equipment and maybe hire an engineer to, yeah. uh, for our production company. We got the money to finance some projects. We, we got the Contact projects and the ideas and the thoughts. That's right. <laughs> I'll run the West Coast uh, facility if you need me yep. to. Just put in my, put it in right now. Just kidding. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. So, wow, time flies. Time does fly when you're having fun. And uh, listen, we have a few more of those donations that came in. Uh, Nadine, quadruple Q, one diamond is well, two diamonds. Thank you so much, Nadine. And then Vader369 gifted some shades. Thank you so much, Vader369. Guys, much appreciated. Much love. I don't uh, advertise very much on here. We are bringing on some new affiliates you guys are absolutely love. It's products I use, so I wouldn't bring them if I didn't. Um, but if you guys are interested in getting ready for the financial collapse of what's happening in this world, Dr. Kirk Elliott, getgoldtoday.com. The best way is to give them a call, 720-605-3900. Give them a call and get your IRAs created, transferred over, or talk to them about your 401ks, your options, or even just how to buy gold and silver bullion. We were talking about it the other night, and I'm telling you, I'm doing it. And I think that you should be protecting yourself financially as well, uh, as well as my Patriot Supply. If you want some long-term food storage, 25-year plus shelf life, plus a lot other types of survival um, survival stuff, go on over to redpills.tv slash Patriot. 
That's how you can get into that. If you don't have the ability to go over there, then just go to your grocery store. Make sure you're buying perishables or non-perishables, canned goods, these types of things, stocking up to them, put them in the pantry. What I do is I get crates and I just load the crates up with these canned goods and then I store them away. And you could literally Smart. leave them in there for 30 years and you wouldn't have to worry about it. So, And you could grab them and go pretty quick. That's right. And then we've had a lot of people actually contact us about doing the Zoom about uh, the prepper survival, those types of Zooms. And so we are working on trying to figure out a date for everybody to get everybody together to record it. And then we're going to put that out for everybody the f for free. And then the way it works is if you want like if you want to have, like, for instance, uh, my sister-in-law, Melissa, she has the, Jay was talking about farming yesterday. Jay doesn't know shit about farming. It's his wife that knows all about the farming, right? So Melissa will come on and talk about goats and chickens and how to do it and everything like that. And people are like, I want to do this in my house. And they want to talk to Melissa. We will set that up for them. Right. So if they want to learn about homeschooling and they want to get with Andrea and learn about homeschooling rules and regulations, how to set up criteria and curriculum and all these things. They can go, so this is kind of how it's going to work, but we're going to have uh, the broadcast, so it's going to be recorded on Zoom. We're going to get it out to you guys, but uh, don't forget also to go out and join socialredpill.com. That's our, our social network private. It's linked up below. You can see it right there, uh, but much yeah. love, respect. God bless you guys. Tomorrow we got, um, we got a guest, don't we? We got a guest. We got- um, I have to check the schedule, but- while you look that up, I'll be on uh, Zoom tonight if you guys want to stop by and just uh, share your Ooh. theories and thoughts of what's transpired over the day. Uh, I'll be on in about an hour and a half and just to chit chat, go to the app, go to the events tab. Yeah. See you there. So tomorrow night on Conversations on the Fringe, we are going to have Russell J. Gould. If you don't know who he is, Postmaster General, it's going to be a great conversation. Um, highly recommend you check that one out. Going to be a good conversation tomorrow. So we're going to definitely wait. read people in the sense of the sovereign citizen, understanding with the, the flags, the different flags, what it all means, Act of 1871, and much, much more. So much love. trying to read about the flag thing. Yeah. Thank you. Much Take love, care. respect. God bless everybody. You guys have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow.